Welcome back to the Rich Soul Podcast. So lovely having you here today. This week's episode is all about how to emotionally regulate. I am your host, Rehan Ihan, as per usual. And this episode might be a shorter one, but definitely an important one. And I'll go through a few steps on how to emotionally regulate, some examples of what I've done and maybe what I've suggested to other people. So with that being said, I've got a, a new setup here temporarily. It is using Sultana's rap mic, which is actually what I used to use for season one. But uh, I think my cat took the little floof thing that's typically attached to to my mic. And so I don't know where she put it. I th- I think I think she's the reason why it's gone missing. But that is why we are here today and we're still getting the job done. How to emotionally regulate. Now, emotional regulation is something that is a skill that we've adopted since we were kids. It's just a skill that needs to be evolved throughout the course of our lives. So as children, we throw tantrums and, you know, we learn how to calm down, how to not throw stuff across the room anymore, right? But as teenagers, as adults, that we don't necessarily throw those kinds of tantrums anymore, or at least, uh, you know, I hope you don't, but we do get upset and we get angry and we feel all these big feelings. And I don't think there's enough education on how to actually work through those feelings there's a lot on trauma right there's a lot on like okay if you're constantly let's say if anger is something you you deal with regularly you know being able to say okay this is something almost that you identify with someone who has some anger issues and this is how you can actually address that over the course of a period of time but this is more for just anybody right we all feel really heavy things constantly especially as you know, we face new challenges, things that are unknown to us, right? So how do we actually get to a space of becoming more level-headed so we can actually make the right decisions for us? So typically, I think the signs of needing emotional regulation for me in terms of what I've seen in friends and people who have just taken action towards me and, and said, hey, you know, what would you do in this situation? I usually take that exact sentence and I say, I think you need to ground yourself. You know, I think you actually know the answer here. And me stepping into your shoes and figuring out what I would do actually doesn't help because my life experience is so different than yours. And my perception and what I want, my values are so different than all I could give you is a perspective that honestly is kind of skewed, right? Because it's, it's going to be based off of my own bias. I say all of that because becoming, getting to a space of being level-headed and knowing how to access that consistently is is a really important tool that I think affects your success within relationships, within your career, and just your overall lifestyle. So I'll go through a series of steps that I typically take and what I've suggested to people. Most obvious step here But it's to go outside, move your body, get out of the energetic space that's all, you know, heavy, whether it's because you just got out of arguing with somebody or you're just, you're overwhelmed, there's a lot going on, whatever it may be, get out of that space where all of that is existing, go outside, breathe in some fresh air, feel the wind on your skin, you know, really immerse yourself in in, in nature as much as you can on this walk. But honestly, just a brisk walk around the block will do it, right? It does not have to be this, this long stroll, but let yourself just, just not think about it. Or let the answers kind of come to you while you're on this walk, right? When you're moving your body, it's almost like our thoughts and our feelings can can be put towards something. And so we're not reacting to things. We're not taking action in a way that might be destructive, right? Which is like the primary reason why you want to emotionally regulate is so you don't necessarily sabotage yourself, right? So 
let yourself go on a walk. Don't slam the door on the way out. <laughs> Close the door gently, even if you have to remind yourself to, and go for a walk. Breathe in that fresh air. Get into your body. And that is the easiest way to then allow your emotions to tell you what it needs and what you should be doing next. Right? Because it's it's not, the, your emotions aren't the issue. It's actually telling you something. It's a really powerful tool to understand, so what should I be doing? What is the best next decision for myself? It's not something to be avoided. It's not something to be super frustrated about, even though it is kind of frustrating in the moment. Let it show you, let it teach you and inform you of what actually needs to be done next. But the only way to do that is if you can get yourself to a steady space. Right. I like to use the word level headed because it's it really is. It's exactly what, you know, is is insinuated in the word. Right. Is getting to a place where you can see things clearly and just from a place of feeling steady within yourself emotionally, mentally, etc. So that is step number one and probably the most common thing that I recommend for anybody going through absolutely anything is to go outside, move your body, go for a walk. The other thing, and if you can do this consistently over the course of, of at least a week to try, uh, I know you know some listeners are parents or people just, they, they live in houses where there are just tons of people around them, right? So this actually might be hard to do, but it, it is really important for your overall well-being, especially as you go into adulthood and, and you start to live life as this independent individual. It's to set aside time with yourself every day for at least 15 minutes. Now, some of us, including myself, (laughs) can spend an enormous amount of time alone because we love our own company. And if that's you, amazing. Within that time, just let yourself feel what comes up. Let yourself observe, you know, your own thoughts and, and really what's happening in your own life to then say, okay, I know how I feel. I know where I'm at. I'm aware. I can feel into that. I, it's almost like checking in with yourself as if you're like a best friend. Have like a catch up with your best friend, right? And if again, if you're already doing that, they continue, but at least 15 minutes a day. So this is to the people who, you know, maybe again, you're just constantly around around other people. It's it's maybe a habit that you want to get out of too because of codependency reasons. But I, I find that people who don't spend enough time by themselves and they don't make that time, it's they they become more reactive to things. They start pointing fingers at people. They, they fall back to old habits, right? Because you're constantly around the same people and in the same environment that it's hard for you to even make changes and hard for you to really emotionally mature and evolve in that way. So just find 15 minutes if you can uh, every day. You know, you take a shower by yourself, <laughs> maybe spend an extra few minutes really just getting in tune in tune with you and asking yourself, how do you feel? And during that time, but this can also be happening as, you know, tension is, is high and you're really going through something, is be completely honest with yourself on how you're feeling. So this would be essentially step three. Be completely, completely honest. Let Don't let your ego take the mic here understand how are you actually feeling what thoughts and sensations are coming up for you really let yourself observe yourself this is where that self-awareness comes into play let yourself you know sit sit alone and ask yourself oh wow like i i want to cry but i can't that's an example right why is that where does that come from? That's that's absolutely how I feel. And maybe because I'm, I'm angry at this particular situation. But, you know, growing up, and I wasn't necessarily one to cry. Where does that come from? Start asking yourself these questions. 
And it's not to say you have to be your own therapist here. If you want to take what you find and go to a therapist, I think that's a really powerful solution. But really, this is just so you understand what the hell is going on, right? And you're not just saying, ah, I'm angry, and you throw something. It's like, where is that coming from for you? Why? And it's not about explaining why. It's more of like, what what is coming over you right now? You know, can you just breathe through that to come to a space where then you don't have to, um, you know, in the example of getting angry through something, let's say if you're around other people, you don't have to go back around and apologize for acting out. And it's not to say that you should feel guilty if that is you, but this, like emotional regulation is, is a skill that allows you in those moments to breathe through it, right? Get back in control of, of yourself and get back to a steady space. And then you know what to say. Even if you're frustrated, even if you're angry, you can take effective action and no one's really getting hurt along the way. And again, you're not sabotaging yourself. So be completely honest with how you're feeling. Give it a name, which is really common, uh, I think, in I'll call it the, the world of therapy, right? But give it a name, angry, sad, Uh, depressed, whatever it is, just tag a name to it. It doesn't have to be politically correct. It's just a way for you to reference, oh, this is that emotion and this is that feeling. And so I can call it what it is and I can almost look at it because I've given it a name, right? I could look at it in the eye and be like, anger, (laughs) this this is what you look like. Typically, this is how you manifest in my body. And so I know when this happens, I'm going to gently close the door, remind myself to gently close the door and go outside. I'm not gonna take it out on that person. I'm not gonna take it out on myself. I'm not gonna, right, I'm not going to to put it out into the world in a way where now I'm sharing this negative charge that ultimately hurts me and damages my own well-being and my relationships, my career, et cetera. The next thing uh, is to ask yourself, what could I do to be in a situation or in a position to think most clearly? So being able to get back to a space where you're able to continue to make reasonable decisions. So one of those things is going for a walk. And I think that, like I mentioned, is something that everybody can can adopt and use almost as this tool of, of regulating yourself. But I think, you know, we're all so different. Sometimes it's, let's say for myself, if I know that I'm in a stuck space in a space um, emotionally that's really heavy and it's not me overthinking or not something that I feel like I can be resolving through journaling, right? Like it's almost like looking at what that emotion is and ways to either express it or get it out of your system. So for me, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm a rapper and so I express myself artistically sometimes when, when I'm in those spaces. I'll write a song, I'll, I'll just listen to a beat and see what comes up. I'll express myself and I'll create with it. And for me as a creative, that balances me out almost immediately. And it feels so productive. It feels like I've put that energy to good use and now it's something that I could potentially share with the world. And so there's a lot of power in that, right? And maybe you're not the artistic type, but you take up that pent up energy and maybe you're, I don't know, soccer player and, and now you're out there and you're you're playing the sport, right? Or you're uh, someone who like, loves to go to the gym, very common, right? You take that out while you're at the gym. So you go to the gym to release that energy. So it's almost like releasing the energy, releasing what that emotion is if it's not meant to just like shake off, right? And putting it towards something useful. Again, like emotions are incredibly powerful. I would even argue more powerful than thoughts, but thoughts are what start you know, all of that. So there's a thought, then there's an emotion and and so on and so forth. But use that emotion to your advantage is really what I'm saying. And 
when you do that and you express that emotion, so let's say in my example of, of writing a song and recording, I then get back to a space of like, suddenly I, I feel like I have the realization that I was looking for almost of like, oh, I didn't think that that's what I needed to do or I didn't see the situation in that way and I was getting so caught up in this one way of seeing it and that's what was throwing me off and messing with me. You'll be really surprised that once you put it towards something that feels usually feels good to you what you end up understanding about the situation and that ultimately allows you to think more effectively and, and have a clear way of responding to any situation that you're really going through. So those are just the few examples uh, that I've come up with within this episode. And I think a big part of emotionally regulating is not identifying with any of those emotions. I think that's also another thing that goes around uh, pretty often or is tossed around often is, you know, kind of the example I, I gave earlier, right, of saying like, I'm an angry person and identifying with that. I feel like if, if if you identify with somebody who is is constantly depressed, doesn't feel good about themselves, or deals with these heavy emotions, I've seen this in, in friends too. It's almost I don't want to say the, a victim complex, but it's it doesn't help you get better. It it I I don't feel bad, <laughs> you know, because it's almost like just detach from that. There needs to be a form of detachment, and that's where that codependency piece even comes comes in within relying on certain emotions and getting used to certain ways of feeling that you almost can't shake it off. And so if you if you're in that kind of space, ask yourself, how can I not identify with being sad or being angry? This is just something that comes and goes and is just a part of the human experience. I need to get myself to that space of just knowing that if I'm sad, there are millions of other people in the world who are probably sad right now, unfortunately, but it's true, right? And if you kind of make it less about you, remove the ego out of it, I find that a lot of the times it makes it easier to then get to a space where you can breathe through it and and remain calm, essentially. The last thing, and this is actually coming uh, coming to mind um, as I'm thinking of different examples and things that I've said to, to other people, is uh, another tactic that I believe is commonly used in therapy is naming things around you, right? So I've, I've shared this with a friend who is uh, fairly anxious and I said, you know, touch something, taste something, look around you and name five things that you see. Get back to the present moment if you can. It's almost like when we're in these uh, waves of emotion, it's almost like we're lost at sea, right? Especially if you're someone who, who feels deeply and I can relate to that really feeling like there's a tsunami (laughs) that you're just trying to swim through it's almost like look around and name things that bring you back to the fact that you're just sitting in a room right now the world isn't ending nothing set on fire just everything is actually okay so name some things around you get your senses involved and and i find that that brings us all back to to the present moment which in turn also allows us to make the best next decision for ourselves and so I'm introducing this just like with anything else that I talk about on here, healing and becoming better, becoming more emotionally mature so then we feel the freedom within ourselves to then make good decisions and not feel like we're a victim of anything and that we we were not capable as human beings to to help ourselves. So I hope this episode was helpful. I've got a flight to catch. (laughs) So I'm going to leave you all here. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you all and have a wonderful week.